Good morning. Good I think, morning. Uh, um, it it looks like uh, it looks like I didn't put us live in the actual broadcast. So let's start this all over yeah, again. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, let's do that. So, happy Monday morning. Um, I am I am currently like uh, feeling like I'm a chicken with its head cut off because uh, we leave uh, directly after the uh, the. Um, the broadcast, broadcast mm-hmm. um, for uh, we're heading to client visits and conferences and we won't be back until August. Yeah, it looks like and early so, August. Um, so, you know, lots of packing has been going on around here and I've actually been packing for two days and, and uh, um, all of you out there in listener land uh, probably know that, uh, or you're going to get that, I'm like one of those that, I mean, things are so dang organized and yes, there will be vacuum marks on the way out the door. Right. Yes. And uh, the Uber will be waiting for us downstairs. <laughs> so yeah, we head out, we got to pack microphones and head for the airport here shortly. And uh, so we'll be taking our show on the road, so to speak, um, for a stretch here, uh, starting with, you know, we got a client visit next week. We'll say hello from there and then we will, um, or uh, sorry, this week. And then next week we'll be in Vegas for NIADA. So mm-hmm. be aware that you guys can uh, tune in. Uh, in addition to our regular broadcast slot, we'll be broadcasting live from NIADA, which I think that's either 9.30 or 9.45 Pacific time yeah. for Vegas. So yeah. that'll be 12.30, 12.45 Eastern. So um, there's a little bit associated with that that we kind of wanted to chat with. And, you know, we're like, we're just soldiers about, you know, time slots and all of that. And that we've been like, no, we're going to do 9 a.m. Eastern, regardless of where in the country we are. Right. So 9 a.m. Eastern on Pacific is 6 a.m. Eastern. And this weekend we went, oh, that hurts. I don't know why she keeps saying that. It's going to feel like 9 Eastern <laughs> to me. So we'll be up way early. So it's it's a psychological thing for Michelle, I think. But we'll be fine. We'll be, uh, we'll be broadcasting at our usual time for those of you in the Pacific time, you're used to hearing us that time. And by the way, I see that we've got several in this morning. Uh-huh. Please uh, throw your name in there. Unless you registered on StreamYard, remember we can't see your name, but please yeah. let us know what state you're listening from. Glad to have you. We're going to make today's uh, episode a little short, so maybe we should just jump right into it, Michelle. <laughs> okay. We've already done all the announcements. Um, the, 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 the episode with Russell last week, you know, if you haven't watched it, get in there and take a peek at it. Um, we can find it on all of the different broadcasting the, that the was Wednesday. Broadcasting. That was Wednesday. Um, uh, and yeah, so um, let's go into topics. Yep. Uh, today's topic is going to be about AI, and it's going to kind of lead into a couple other things. And so, you know, take yeah. a look, Jim, on that one. So, yeah, it's, this came up because we recorded a podcast episode. You know, we have the Tote the Note podcast that uh, you haven't heard much from us lately, but we've still been out there uh, recording some stuff. And Brent Carmichael joined us for one of the latest hard questions uh, episodes. And we had um, Naveen Batija from NEO on the show. And it really prompted me to kind of think through something that I've been kind of introducing to clients over recent weeks and months. And that is this concept about, you know, what is what is target risk? What is cash and deal in our business? You know, I've been at it 20 years. For many of us have been in this business a long time. We were taught cash and deal was everything. That's how you make your, your approval decisions. And I think what I want to have us to start to think about as a 
body and the buy here, pay here space is that in reality, what we're learning is that cash and deal and down payment are less of a factor in loan performance than we once thought. So, you know, the question is, what do we benefit from in terms of AI? And, you know, for those of you not familiar, AI, artificial intelligence, it's like all this data mining and all the, all the information that's coming to us um, now. And it's like in a split second, a lot yeah. of them. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, what Neo does is compile historic data, um, you know, typically on the client's history. And, you know, the thing that I know, I'm a numbers guy, so I just know mm -hmm. that numbers don't lie. We can, we have all these ideas and so-and-so told us we should do this and, you know. Yeah. And, and ideas are just not as easily quantifiable unless you can throw some solid numbers behind them. It doesn't make the, those ideas wrong. Yeah. But the data, you know, is just the data. Like we just can't ignore what the data tells us. And while we all understand it's an evolving thing, we, um, we only have so much information we can really glean from the data, but what we can glean is telling us that, you know, down payment is not the indicator that we were all led to believe. You know, I certainly growing up in the finance side of the car business and, and ultimately getting a buy here payer, I was led to think that more down payment means less risk, means a better performing loan is really what the what people yeah. were inferring with that or even saying outright is that you get more down payment your loan is going to perform better. And I, I, I see just as this like side uh, uh, armchair mm -hmm. quarterback or quote or coach <laughs> and buyer payer that down payment is that's something that's the topic that comes up frequently. Yeah, but payment. let's separate. It doesn't mean that it's not still important to your business. It's just that what we see in the data so far or what the experts are really seeing and they're telling us that we need to watch and make sure that we recognize that there's a limit to what we can learn from that. And, and what I'm trying to introduce is the idea that what if down payment and cash and deal were not part of your underwriting? They're still part of your cash management decision. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's separating them into different silos. Yeah. yeah. And thinking about that differently. So I kind of prepared some examples to walk through to kind of illustrate the point because we've been having some conversations with a client recently and I introduced this idea. So let's just walk through it. Let's say you've got two dealers across the street from one another and they both have the same kind of car. They both bought, let's make it a 2014 Honda Accord. Different colors. Yeah. Okay. They're the same condition, same miles. All right. All right. So this is the best way I know to kind of help us think about it differently. These two cars are for all practical purposes, the same. They're just different colors. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, one dealer picked up their car at a, at a bargain and, and bought it for let's pick $6,200. And then the other dealer, uh, maybe spent a little bit more on that auction day plus reconditioned their car a little more. So maybe they got their car for $7,800. Okay. So now customer shows up on the lot with, um, you know, whatever the down payment is, let's say the down payment is the same that they offer to either dealer. Mm -hmm. They visit dealer on the West side of the street. Then they visit the dealer on the East side of the street, same customer, same qualifications, same down payment, mm -hmm. same car, same car. So can, I think we can all conclude that the fact that the one dealer owns their car for about $1,600 more has zero to do with how that customer will perform on that loan. So, you want to repeat that? Yeah. So that, that cost of car has 
zero to do with how the loan will perform. It has a lot to do with how the dealer's going to manage their cash and be prepared to what's going to happen to their bank account and, and some things like that, but it doesn't have anything to do with the loan performance. So this is something that we, you know, we've been so ingrained in our industry on this subject of, you know, call it what you want, exposure in the contract, cash and deal, target risk. We all have different labels, you know, for that number. Uh, but what we're really trying to make sure that we all think about, because I think it also can sometimes hamstring us a little bit. I'll give you another example. Let's suppose that I'm a customer on your lot and I have a thousand dollars down and you tell me I qualify for certain pickup truck that's priced at $18,000 with my thousand dollars down. But then I see another car that I like better. Maybe it's a you know newer model sedan. It's also priced at $18,000. Same price. But you tell me for whatever reason I can't approve. Maybe it's more likely to go the other way because the pickup truck yeah. might cost me more. But but bottom line is. Same price. Same the customer price. doesn't, doesn't customer understand doesn't, anything different. Yeah. And neither really does the salesperson if we're not really revealing cost to the salesperson. To, so if we look at what does it look like through the lens of the customer and what does it look like through the lens of the salesperson, if, if the customer qualifies, you know, on an $18,000 car with their $1,000 down, but they don't qualify on every car on the lot with $1,000 down, what is that telling the customer and what is it potentially doing for the salesperson could frustrate them. Mm -hmm. And this is not even to begin to talk about what commissions, you know, how commissions yeah. could be affected on in some operations, because, you know, it's really just trying to give an exaggerated example of, you know, what can we learn and what the what the data says and i've heard this from multiple um we'll call them data managers they might be bulk buyers who have handle a lot of data um you know there's obviously neo out there doing underwriting you know based on historical data and they're basically saying that down payment is less of a factor in and it's certainly cash and deal if you're if you're mm -hmm. an underwriting software the cash and deal is not really the factor. That's the dealer's cost in the car, which really has mm -hmm. nothing to do with financial loan performance. Mm -hmm. What's going to drive loan performance would be, you know, you could look at the car, the collateral and say, okay, miles on the car would be a factor. You know, maybe the and AI says Honda's make, perform yeah. better than such and such or whatever. Mm -hmm. So there's things like that that can be learned, but the cost and what we actually paid for the car have almost nothing to do with, will have actually exactly nothing to do with yeah. the loan performance, right? Yeah. And then the AI is, is able to, to the, the success, the success of the loan is more about the type, the car and the customer than it is. I mean, uh, uh, and the financial structure, and the financial structure. Yeah. yeah. So how we choose to finance it, where we set the payments and loan term relative to miles and a lot of those kind of things that that's where AI can kick in and really do us a lot of good. I, I'm taking a moment to look in here see we got, uh, Keith in Kentucky. Good morning. We've got Jesse in Ohio. Glad to have you here. And, uh, We've got Kansas. Emily I don't know that we have a Kansas Defluto. here. Good morning, Michael, Emily DeFluto. Keith Thacker, Bill. Bill's always here. Emily with Pain Near Me. Good yes, morning, Emily. Um, GR so, Moore as well. Yeah. And GR, you're always here too. We Glad to you. have you, GR. Yeah. So we're, uh, I think we mentioned last week, we're kind of zeroing in on ways to get uh, uh, call in. Yeah, you know, people it's, to it's contribute and get in. in yeah, we'll get nice. there. In the meantime, you so, certainly can throw your questions in on the, yeah. and throw your comments. If you yeah. want to throw some darts at me, then uh, <laughs> just by all means throw them by text. And uh, so... Put them in there and let's have a look. And, and uh, you know, if you got some different ideas, we're happy Goodness to hear gracious. them. So the the uh, the taking it all down to um, the moral of the story mm -hmm. 
is what I'm hearing you say is that the amount of a down payment that someone has to offer on a car is not a factor in the performance of the loan. It's, it's among the factors. It's just not the factor that we have been conditioned to believe that it is. Okay. okay. It's, it's, um, it's still, you know, a customer who puts, and, and this is where you have to lean on AI. It's like a customer who puts the same customer who puts a thousand down is probably going to perform better than a customer with $300 down that those are different kind of scenarios. But I'm really suggesting that when we look at just our target risk or our cash and deal, that's certainly still an important policy in our business. That's about cash management and making sure that we're, you know, stick into our business plan and that we can forecast our cash needs, mm -hmm. right? Our capital needs. And so it's, it's still a factor. So let's not misunderstand. I'm saying it's still, it's still going to be a consideration for you, but we have to be careful about mixing the, that cash management policy with our underwriting because they may not belong together. And so this is new territory, I'm sure, because it wasn't so long ago that I was still in that camp of, you know, cash and deal, cash and deal. And we certainly still talk about it from a cash management standpoint, but I think what we're learning is the AI is telling us and, and really in a larger sense, we all need to uh, be careful about getting married to any sort of concept or direction based on what we used to hear or what, you know, somebody with experience told us at the auction years ago, because the, again, the numbers don't lie. And so we, we have to learn to, you know, follow the data, see what the data is telling us. And that's going to help us to make better loan decisions. And, you know, I just would say if, again, if I think about it in the context of a sales process, like some of the clients we've been working with and they're trying to dial in their sales mm -hmm. process, well, some of them have had to go back and rework their pricing, you know, their selling prices or whatever. Mm -hmm. can't obviously fix whatever the cost of the car is. You could write it down, but that's artificial. I mean, that's just, you know, making them move on the book. So it doesn't really change what you actually own the car for, but it may be another way to think about the same thing. Is like what? Why do we would we write it down? Um, well, so it's like, you know, without getting too far off in the weeds, it's basically just saying let's let's kind of be prepared to open our mind to all the beauty that is this AI, mm -hmm. and let it let it help us make better decisions as far as the outlook on the performance of the loan, and and let's kind of keep our cash management policy separate, and let's be careful not to have our cash management policy interfere with our approval process. Mm -hmm. So that's easier said than done. You got to go back and look at pricing and see, you know, and how can, and by the way, I am a proponent of a sales process that uh, doesn't call for salespeople to know the cost of the vehicles and to be involved in any kind of, you know, cash management decision or target risk decision. And I can tell you, you know, having been a, in the worked in the new car business for a couple of three years before I stepped into buy here, pay here, I can tell you that if I came to work for any one of you listening, that's in a buy here, pay here dealership, if I came to work for you tomorrow in your sales department, I wouldn't want to know the cost. I would not want to know the cost. I would, you know, step in there and start working with customers and try to help them and let that, let the cost and let the other things be a, a matter for underwriting and, uh, and so on. So you want to read that to me? I don't see it. Um, uh, GR Moore, down payment is everything to me because life things happen. People may lose their job or move to a different state, car gets wrecked, divorce, and so on. Yeah. So let's just be clear. I'm, I'm with you, but it's, 
a cash decision, it's a risk decision for you, not a loan performance decision. So that's where I'm just trying to differentiate. It's um, that that's really what I'm I'm trying to introduce is the idea. It's it's absolutely part of your your business plan, okay? But it's like, should it be the difference between a customer getting approved if the data told you this customer on this kind of car, this payment, um, this says that the loan has a high chance of performing well, but we don't like it because our cost in the car is heavy. Are we turning away a customer who would otherwise perform quite well? And if so, what's our justification? The loan would perform well. Yeah, we got a lot of cash tied up in the car, but we're turning away a customer when the AI and the data says this, this particular contract should perform well. All the all the data supports based on the customer's profile, mm-hmm. everything that the, the numbers tell us. So listen, I'm the same guy who's written articles in the past about subjectivity will always be a thing and buy mm-hmm. your payer. Like you can get all the AI out there and we can, you know, we can get the numbers in front of us. There's still always going to be some degree of subjectivity, some degree of flexibility. And I hope that we use that flexibility to try to make deals, not to turn deals away. Like I hope we use that subjectivity and flexibility to try to be creative and find ways to make something happen. Because I think we'll always, I certainly would always be lobbying for buy here, pay here dealers to create that, um, to maintain that degree of subjectivity and flexibility Mm -hmm. in their business, because it's, it's the nature of what we do. We're providing unconventional financing Mm -hmm. in this space. And we got a customer who doesn't qualify for conventional. So they need our help to do something uncommon, unconventional, maybe irregular. So we're always going to kind of need that. I think I would certainly Mm be, you know, going back to my, my imaginary lunch with the CFPB, if I were able to meet with them, you know, I would just be telling them, look, we, we just, of course we need to have rules and we need to keep unscrupulous dealers from mistreating customers within that though. We need to make sure that we give de- Yeah. I'm trying to be clear that I'm not saying down payment is not going to be a factor in all of our businesses and, and going to be a factor in cash and deal. I would simply ask us to, question when we do turn a customer away even though the ai might suggest that this customer could perform well or you know how do we feel about that if if the data Mm -hmm. says the customer could do well we're turning them away because our cash and deal is high yeah of course that's a cash management that's capitalization question we'd like to be able to tap into some more capital because if we can fund the deal so let's let's take it that way if i have a funding source and between the down payment that I get from the customer and the draw that I get from the funding source, if I'm covering my risk, now suddenly I really just need good loan performance for the sake of my my customer and my business, also for the nature of my relationship with that lender or mm-hmm. funding source, I need the loan to perform well. So I should be leaning on AI to make sure that, and now, now it's a lot less about cash and deal because I'm not the one absorbing that risk. Now, many of our listeners today are dealers that are, they're not using third-party funding source. They are Mm -hmm. funding their own contracts. Cost of cars are crazy high. It's really uncomfortable for them. And that's still, that's still going to be a thing because that's still a cash management. That's a, we're cash strapped, you know, because we're, we're, we got heavy car costs. 
but that's a different thing than loan performance. So I'm just trying to make sure we think about that as we, you know, contemplate these kind of things and make that decision. This is going to be uncomfortable for a lot of people. This is an uncomfortable idea of, you know, approving a customer who we wouldn't have approved before with only $700 down on a pickup truck yeah. as an example. I, and, and kind of what I'm seeing is that this, this whole idea of looking at AI, looking at, I mean, just like performance from artificial intelligence is a new concept. I mean, it's, it's pretty new in the industry. Uh, and I think that it's something that's worth everyone really watching mm -hmm. because, um, data, like you said, doesn't lie. Right. And so there's always going to be a one-off. There's mm -hmm. always going to be the, you know, the, the one-off, the, the crazy, whatever thing that happens. But, sure. um, if you could start to, to lean more into AI and overall, sure create stronger paper because you're looking at the things that, that you might not have been looking at as closely. Yeah. Um, and knowing that, you know, this, this is, and, and trusting it if, especially it's, it's interesting. We've had, um, a couple of our clients that have started using Neo and, um, it's been uncomfortable for them at the beginning. Cause yeah, it's like, Oh my gosh, this is so different than, than what, um, than what we're used to. Sure. And, um, and so it really, it takes people out of their comfort zone. And what we're saying is, is that it might be worth it mm -hmm. to put yourself in an uncomfortable position for the overall health and future of your portfolio. Yeah. Because what we don't want to do is make decisions that feel good for our cash and deal. And so it really, at the end of the day, what we're talking about is many of us are going to need to make capitalization adjustments. And I see Tom Cyber jumped in there. Tom, I agree 100%. Tom's a long time yeah. friend, got a long time, um, uh, long career in the finance side of subprime. And so, you know, he's somebody who would certainly understand these things we're talking about. And I think um, I'm not surprised that we're going to meet with some resistance on this. I think we, we're, we're also not going to quit talking about it because the, this data will self adjust. Um, you know, what I mean by that is your own decisioning if you follow the data, your own decisioning, and that's the beautiful thing, these mm -hmm. these new folks, and and listen, in the interest of full disclosure, NEO is our sponsor for, for the Tote the, the Note, Note podcast. podcast. And so just and, be, I mean, yeah. let's thank them for bringing, you know, their sponsorship helps us bring those podcasts to you. And uh, so we're, we're grateful to have them and we, yeah. we hope you'll thank them as well. But that they have an outstanding product in that they have the ability to pull this data together. And now, you know, I don't want to sound like I'm selling you know, Neo is a product. AI as much as, it's, yeah, it's yeah. just it's numbers. Let's it's lean like, into it. There's there's a lot of other uh, vendors out there, people right. in the industry that are starting to really lean into AI, yeah. and it's that's, it's that's true. It's creating some strength in the industry for predictability, and you know that this this can be something that as we lean more into AI, yeah. we can be more predictable. We can we can create an industry that's less like well, this one did this, and this one it just it can level things out, make them a little bit more. Well, and if you want to go past this and maybe look at my motivation, AI is sort of part of what's, you know, evolving. There are people at the top of our industry that are adapting to that, tapping into the AI and growing very large businesses. Those of us who resist some of these changes are going to see us uh, see our business decline because, you know, if that customer can't get approved with you on the pickup truck at 
$800 down, but they can go across the street mm -hmm. and get it at $800 down, then obviously that's going to start yeah. to hurt us. And so this is where I say we, we just need to be open to the idea that there's, there are things to be learned there. We might have mm -hmm. to make some adjustments to our capitalization. Many of you already are because of the, the crazy high cost of car, and, but the customer's down payment is still the same, right? And so really it becomes a question. And so, you know, we, we need to wrap up here pretty so soon. So I just a couple of things. Um, Keith Thacker uh, pop, piped in. He's like, I agree with the uncomfortable, uncomfortable, uncomfortability. Uh -huh. <laughs> switch from AutoZoom to Neo, but Neo does work. And then he again uh, added, it's a switch from cash and deal standpoint to something different. And then GR um, made a comment again that he says, you've got to know the customer. Data doesn't mean meet or know the customer. And I absolutely agree with you've got to know the customer a hundred percent because sure. that is, that's, that's, that's what this whole industry yeah, is, but, is. And I think I would just, and GR, we, we totally respect yeah. the, the things that you're doing out there. But I think what I'm really saying is those are almost three different things. The cash and deal policy is a cash management policy. The AI and the data is leaning on information about the customer that we can't really see in the same way. And then you're right. That, that thing about the customer is still that subjectivity piece that, you know, the AI uh, there's a lot of things that you're going to witness in the course of taking an application from a customer that AI can't tell us. So that's always still going to be there. Uh, I'm, I'm not advocating for going away from that as much mm -hmm. as I'm saying, let's understand what the value of AI is and let's tap into that because we think that's really the future of subprime financing. Now that it's in our space, it's an opportunity for us to take the, the beauty that is artificial mm -hmm. intelligence and combine it with our very real you know, human intelligence mm -hmm. and let's make better decisions that can be better for you as the dealer, better for the consumer. Mm -hmm. Right. And so we're really, we all really want long-term loan Absolutely. performance. We've got to manage the cash to get there, but we really are just about building a portfolio that's going to perform well. And I think that's what we're all setting out to do. And I'm just, I thought this morning would be a good time to introduce the idea that AI can be part of that. And it, I think it will be part of that for those businesses that adapt and, and want to grow. And like I said, there's lots of different people in the, the industry space mm -hmm. that are really starting to lean on that. And sure. so it's something, it's something to watch because, you know, time as, as more AI, more data is collected is, is going to tell an awful sure. lot. And it's, you know, coming from this armchair yeah. quarterback, whatever coach, uh, in buy here, pay here and watching Jim, it's even that whole idea about the, the down payment and yeah. the AI has, is something that Jim has, I've seen a shift in that, um, yeah, because sure. it's like, okay. Cause he is a numbers guy. Um, we probably need to wind down, yeah. but I got to throw a quick mention in there for Tommy, <laughs> Tommy Brandis and I are, you know, we use the phrase back in the day, we're back in the day guys. So obviously we've been around this a while. And, and so, but for those of us that are, you know, old school, uh, you know, some of us are, there's also a new mm -hmm. school. And I think if we, if we don't adapt to the new school, we're going to see the new school folks, you know, picking up most of the business, um, not right away, but it's, it's, there's a shift that's happening in mm -hmm. our industry and we need to recognize that that's happening and, and get comfortable with yeah. the AI and what we can learn from it. Really, really great conversation. We really appreciate everyone, um, putting in their two cents mm -hmm. and, uh, it's like super valuable and it's, you know, this is, it's one of the reasons why. Um, that the, the topic was added as one of the hard questions mm -hmm. for tote the note podcast. And, and that just, uh, that episode that we're talking about where you had, uh, um, Brent Carmichael and Naveen, um, mm -hmm. and yourself to talk about, uh, you know, AI, mm -hmm. uh, that should be 
you should have access to that on all of your platforms tomorrow. I had said that I wanted to try to get them done Sunday, but um, it looks like they're, that, that that one will be available tomorrow. So if you want to take a listen to that, that would be. Those um, of you who haven't heard, Michelle's now got a syndicated on the morning show out there on uh, <laughs> I, all I, the podcast I keep channels, busy, so. apparently. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so like I said, great, great comments. Thanks so much for all of your participation. We have... Um, uh, an Uber picking us up in like 15 minutes yeah. to head to uh, a, a client in Pennsylvania. Yeah. And so um, we start our road trip and uh, yeah, we're, yeah, we're like we said at the beginning, um, uh, we will probably not be back in our podcast studio in Clearwater, Florida until August. Right. Um, and uh, but you will be able to to see us live. Those of you who are going to be at NIADA. Um, we will be broadcasting live our regular time slot and also, again, um, from 9.30 to 9.45. So um, be, be, be there if yeah. you want to. They're going to have like seats set up so people can sit and listen if they want to. I mean, yeah. we're not that interesting, interesting, but, you know, hey. Right. Um, and, and I see your comments out there for you on Facebook. Uh, check out uh, what uh, Martin Gutierrez had to say. He also comes from a finance background. And uh, he said, don't be a blockbuster. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. So, so it's actually the, yeah. Good. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, we're going to go and I'm going to vacuum our way out the apartment um, as we leave our, our home. So Thanks yes, again I'm for one tuning of those. In. Uh, join us on in. Wednesday for white hat Wednesday. And uh, we'll oh, and if you've got anyone want to have us look at for a white hat Wednesday guest, yeah, please. please reach out to us and let us know. We want to let you, you know, we know that we, we know a lot of people in the industry, but we don't know nearly all the people oh, in the industry. Not. So, so thanks again for tuning in. We'll uh, look for you on Wednesday. All right. Have a great day, you guys.